This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, August the 31st, 2021, episode 346. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. If you'd like to check out my random, well, not random, but my political rantings, you can check out my uh, weekly, or, excuse me, daily radio program, Wilmington's Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Eastern Time, where you can download the Wilmington's Morning News podcast. All of that information is on our my website, nickcraig.com. Joining me with a hot new background Really in, hanging out in the millennium, Brian I Aldridge. Hello, Brian. Now, I, yeah, now I really feel like a Twitch streamer. <laughs> so green you, screen. Yeah, well, you, now, you, I gotta have it over my windows, like in the corner, and then I'll just have something else in the. Yeah, well, the I was gonna say you need like, um, where's the hot tub? I know hot tubs next. We'll have to yeah. adjust the setup a little bit. Just put a <laughs> giant hot tub right here. I'll just do the show from a hot tub. Well, I mean, that's that's girls are making thousands of dollars a month on Twitch doing that. So, I mean, you know, if it works, I'm sure it works. that'll up our numbers like you would not believe. I mean, <laughs> First, how, I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't know how it could possibly get any lower. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to lose our audience. So, I know. All right, here we go. So, I'm going to go ahead uh, at Brian Aldridge, Gab Parlor, uh, my blog, biteoftech.com. But first, just go to infectionpodcast.com the right-hand side. And if you look, join our server on Discord because that's pretty much where everybody hangs out most of the time. So if you want to submit news topics, maybe there's a topic coming up that you think we should cover, a game you think we should be talking about, it'll all be on here. Also, a Steam group, I'm just, I put an automatic reminder that they'll kick one out. When the time change happens, I'm sure you'll start getting them again. Uh, if you want to watch the video live, you can do that through Twitch, YouTube, BitChute, and DLive. We also have uh, recordings on a number of those after the fact if you want to watch them. Um, we have the podcast extras channel if you want to see some of our pre and post shows that we do. And then all the audio forms at the lower right. So whatever platform you want to use, uh, it could be a mobile device, desktop app, all kinds of things. Uh, we have links for each one of those to find what you want. Uh, if you're going to be listening, I encourage you to follow along in the show notes. Just go to the particular episode that you want to uh, you want to watch or listen to. And then you can follow along. We've got links to each of the of the topics. And if there's a video or anything else, you're more than welcome to follow along as we go. Um, if you want to support us, we got a support tab up top, or you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. We have our Humble Bundle, Amazon Prime, um, Prime Gaming now. Uh, we've got just lots of different ways that you can support us, and it's all on our website. So thank you. Yes, it is. We are here the uh, final day of August as uh, we are rapidly approaching the end of the summer months here. Uh, two weeks yeah. from tomorrow, Brian. I will be. I think you're coming in a day later. We will be uh, ascending. Uh, maybe that's not the right word to be using. We will be traveling descending. to uh, descending to uh, Lost Wages, Nevada, to uh, gamble away all of our hard-earned cash, uh, take part in some degeneracy that will not involve any Zoom calls, and um, have a good time out in uh, have a good time out in Las Vegas. So, uh, very much looking forward yep. to that. Meeting up with a couple of uh, people that we haven't seen in quite some time, including our good friend Sean. Uh, who? What, yep. what is his? What is Sean, Sean's title? Because we had to make him a title when we applied for press credentials. Do we remember what Sean's title um, was? 
No, I'm trying to remember what he is. He has something to do with the background, like as yeah. far as like a Let's, producer or something. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to try to find what our friend Sean's title. We need to find so. his business card. Is what we need to find. That's what I'm looking for. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if it's on this computer. We haven't gotten to PAX in so long. But uh, so yeah, that is uh, that is that. We're heading up, heading out in uh, a few weeks, and uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. So what's going on in your world, Mister uh, Mister Brian? Um, not much. Uh, I've been th- you know, threatening that I'm going to be moving this computer. Finally, I was like, I just I'm doing it. Um, and it went pretty smoothly. Got everything hooked up. The green screens up. Nick and I, you know, we were able to test here a couple days ago, yesterday, the day before, mm-hmm. and it seems to be working. So uh, I'm sure we'll kind of get it tuned up and getting better through the weeks. But I think it's pretty close to how we're going to set it up. Other than that, it's just kids are back in school. Um, between in between a hockey season right now so just kind of taking it easy we're going to be going out you know doing stuff are you doing anything for uh because you have a long weekend yeah you know this weekend i do and uh you know normally i am the uh hosts of hosts the uh the party maker that makes it happen i'm gonna be honest brian i'm just not feeling like a labor day party it's just a lot of work yeah it's a lot of a lot of work to put it all on you know people are especially in my age range uh non-committal tends to be a, yeah. a relatively large issue so it's like oh yeah we're coming and it's like three hours before yep. no so, no sorry something came up and it's like well crap and then like two or three different yep. sets of people do that and now you've got food for 25 people and there's only 12 so i mean there's still well, time i'll be in a place with really change. lousy internet so i'm sorry or else i would entertain you there, there's still no i mean i'll i'll go out or do something i just don't think i'm going to yeah. have a bunch of people you're not planning there. something with a bunch of friends no yeah. and normally you know i like doing the little the outdoor parties it's just i don't know man it's just it's a lot of damn work i mean I, what's gonna yep. end up happening is one of my friends will text me and be like hey man you're having a labor day party and i'll be like oh well you know, I, uh, sure Bingo, okay i guess so um so now not planning anything um at least here, I'm sure I will find something to do as a three-day weekend is relatively rare, and especially when yeah. a three-day weekend involves pre uh, pre uh, produced content from somebody else, which is great. Oh because, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so fortunately, Fox News is doing some big Labor Day special thing, so I have to do absolutely nothing. So I'm very uh, well, very nice. very pleased with that. Uh, I want to thank our friend UGX Vibe. I believe he is the sub leader 43 months he says quote no pause left behind yes agree with that if uh, you've not been following the news agree with that uh bob thank you very much and uh hopefully we'll get up there to uh the great capital city and hang out with him sometime soon so uh yeah. so yeah that's uh that's pretty much what's been going on here where are you going out to the mountains yeah we're going up to the mountains so usually um because our youngest birthday is right around this time. So usually this weekend we'd be celebrating his birthday up there. Um, but we were, we're kind of combining two family members' birthdays and doing it here in a couple of weeks. So we're just going to go up there and hang out. So excellent. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, uh, I Nothing do want else. to quickly, ah, oh, damn it. I forgot to click start broadcast. Well, crap. My topic timer is not going to be. All right. Well, I guess we'll just skip the topic Accurate. timer this week. Um, I could have sworn I clicked it. I just want to quickly um, cover a story from last week that uh, yes. we 
we covered. I'm sure it's been bothering was, everybody. Yeah, it was about the uh, OnlyFans situation. Um, man, I'm not gonna. We spent literally half of it on la- literally half of last week's show on it. But they put out a tweet the other day. It said, "Thanks everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our device creator community." Whores. And suspended the planned October 1st policy chains. OnlyFans stands for inclusion, and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. So your day of days of not being able to pay, what, $10 a month to watch naked girls on the internet is not going anywhere. So huzzah, as the internet rejoices, this tweet has 36,000 likes and 11,000 retweets, plus 21,000 quote tweets. So obviously people very excited with the uh, change here coming to yeah. uh, to OnlyFans. So just a quick quick yeah. note on that. Yes. All right. And let's, uh, let's kind of continue. First of all, we haven't talked about Daybreak for a couple weeks. Oh, uh, there was something no. that came up with them. But there's uh, something in the news. So first okay. of all, the Daybreak CEO is now, remember they got purchased by a company that got bought out. Yeah, EG7 or, or something? A subsidiary of Enad Global 7. Okay. And now, now G. Ham, who was the CEO of Daybreak, is now acting CEO of Enad Global, or Enad Global 7. Hmm. So EG7, I guess you could we can call them for short, um, is now being run by Daybreak CEO. So that's quite a turn of events. They didn't even have oh, a picture of this guy I, on their website. I just they have a press release on here. G G Ham, new acting CEO of EG7. They didn't even have a picture of him. Well, and this is yeah, so it Robin Floden, right? That was the previous acting CEO. Yep. Uh and then yeah, G Ham, who I, I don't really know who that is. I mean it must be just somebody they hired after her. Mm-mm. So I'm, I've been kind of looking around. I just can't find anything about him. It says to note here, it says, during this transition, Robin will stay on for six months to assist G as he assumes his new role within the EG7 family. So obviously this is not a situation where somebody's being immediately ousted. It's just a change of something, and there's a bit of a process for that. So that's interesting. Uh, that's weird. I see like a couple G hams. <laughs> like, they have G ham CEO at daybreak at theorg.com. But it's like just showing all the employees and naming them G Ham. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Well, There's three well, different I, people that could be G Ham. I don't know which one it is. Maybe I'm he assuming is all... it's the guy who looks like he's named G Ham. I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how I would know that. But, I, I wouldn't want to guess, but you know. No, definitely saying. not. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, G Ham. I found a picture on his Twitter. There's actually a picture of G Ham. So I have no who. I've never seen him before in my life. So he must be somebody that. Uh, when they got taken over, probably got assigned as CEO of Daybreak and now is taking over this. Interesting. Well, so there you go. Now, a little bit of Daybreak news. Who knows? Maybe this will turn everything around. I'm sure this is what they've been waiting Apparently for. Apparently, there's some controversy about this because there's a YouTube video. I'm not going to watch it. It says, Just Survive News, GHAM CEO VG7. This is bad. And of course, it's a really clickbaity video and it's only got 400 views. So yeah. I'm not going to look at it. But. Um, interesting. Yeah, I was looking for I was looking for anything that, yeah, just kind of weird. But this is just them putting out an official press release and you know not sending any other real details. So I don't because I don't think people are 
digging into this information to figure out <laughs> what this is going to do. I think people have given up on Daybreak for the most part, but I thought people might be interested in hearing about it. So we'll see if we see anything different, if they actually change direction, or if we just keep going the same way. I, I still don't think we're going to be seeing H1Z1 making a, or just survive coming back. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about some, some big things happened in China this week. And yeah, uh, first of all, th- they've changed some of the rules uh, and they, uh, there's an article here from PC Gamer that's titled China really doesn't want young people to play online games. And what it is that people under 18 are no longer allowed to play games online throughout the week. So during the work, the, the work days, I guess, um, they can no longer play video games and they're only allowed to play video games online one hour per day. Um, so at the beginning of September 1st, they're going to be able to play for one hour per day from 8 to 9 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and official holidays. So they have one hour that they're allowed to play video games on those three days. Um, I've seen <clears throat> many um, posts about this on social media from... Yeah, uh, especially on our infection Twitter account, which we've highlighted before is as progressive as it gets. And all of these people talking about how, oh, this is awful and so terrible. And it's like. You guys are missing the point that this is exact the kind of style of government that does this stuff in China is the exact style of government that you guys are pushing for. Like, this is what happens <laughs> when you've got completely regulation government. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what this is. Because. Uh, yeah, not. I mean, I'm going to go political here for a second, but look at what some of the first things that the previous president did when he came into office: deregulated, deregulated, deregulated. He, he, he pulled back tons of regulations. Certain forms of government love regulations. They love telling you exactly what to do. I mean, uh, listen to this: what straws to drink out of, every little detail. Listen to this: players are going to be required to register <clears throat> with their real names under this rule, which I guess you know, screaming at people and yell, using gamer words in uh, Call of Duty lobbies won't be quite as lucrative. Um, mm-hmm. And online gaming companies are not allowed to provide service, provide any services, even a, quote, tourist experience mode to unregistered users. All online games must Bingo, also run through the National Press Publication Administration's online gaming anti-addiction real name verification system. And the frequency and hmm. intensity of inspections to ensure compliance will also be increased. So not only is this a rule in which the, you know, you can say, oh, well, how is this going to be enforced? Well, this is how it's going to be enforced because the gaming companies are going to have to register all of their users with the Chinese government yep. and keep track of this. What a freaking disaster for anybody that thinks. Bingo, boom, shakalaka. For anybody that thinks that, um, this form and style of government is a good thing. You're a jackass. This is what it looks like. Yeah. This is what happens when a a, a group, an in, uh, and I was going to say an elected body. They're not elected in China, or they 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 might be. I don't know. Um, this is what happens when you've got a group that is just completely power hungry. Now you want again. Yep. You want to have the conversations about. And here's the thing. For what I do understand, obviously, and Brian, I'm not very well versed in China. Um, there is some issue with their younger generation being losers and not wanting to do anything, but it's not because in my opinion, it's it not doesn't have to do games. with video games. It, it, yeah. it, there's, 
there's some very interesting YouTube videos. I'm trying to remember. I'll have to look up what they are. But there's this, these two guys that lived in China for a long time. And they would do videos in China. Finally, they had to leave China because they were, if they did anything that was deemed as possibly critical of the government, like bad things start happening to them. So uh, it wasn't really worth it for them to sit there and do it. But these guys would talk about how just incredibly rude because, of, first of all, they have kind of a caste system over there, not like India caste system, but just these kids, if they have more money than another person, they just treat that other person like dirt because for them, the caste system is money. You, they act like they're not, they're not, uh, they act like people that are in America, you know, that, that worry about money and think about money in certain ways are bad. But if you look at what they've actually created over there, is it's a socialist country, but that because they favor people so much in it that it's turned into a caste system about money. And it's not based on how here we have a caste system based on how well you perform, right? If you do something really well, sports, uh, you know, Elon Musk and is, you know, making products, whatever it is, be you'll become well known and you'll you'll be on the radio like Nick, <laughs> you know, you become well known. <laughs> A household name, as they say, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, I just think, it, yeah, anyways. Well, so, but, but again, <laughs> it, it comes down to that. And by the way, I, would, I do want to thank our friend Melmo for hitting us up with a resubscription here on Twitch. Says, good, less uh, Chinese hackers. And I want to thank our friend yeah. Tag Durante, Tag, Tag, Tag Durante says ready for vegas and i promise by the end of our trip i will be able to successfully pronounce his name i that is my Tag that is my day. mission between losing all of my money and pronouncing tag's name those are my two goals in the in our trip to <laughs> well, vegas coming up. yeah well hopefully one of the two is accomplished uh, hopefully both but i but i think um, that a lot of people if you look at the form of government over there it's incredibly uh it, it's just they're hypocrites over there. You know, they say, oh, you don't say, you know, people aren't supposed to, are supposed to think about money, but all they, most of what they think about over there is money. It's just the, the, I think the government though, and the whole society is just kind of turned on its head because what the government's preaching versus what they do are two incredibly different things. And that bleeds into the country. And I think that's more of the issue than video games. You know, the exactly. kids are being taught. They're, they're seeing one thing. There's one thing's being said and they're seeing the actions of another and you don't think that makes a kid, uh, a generation dishonest when their government's constantly lying to them, but saying it's okay. I mean, that's what they're, that's what they're learning from. And I just think that that's more of it than anything else. It absolutely is. And this is nothing more than the, uh, scapegoat for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. They want to have a reason. Why is this, why is our system failing? You yeah. know, and they'll constantly damn. see that in video government games. Here. Damn you. Video yeah, games. They, they want to find a scapegoat. It, 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 that's exactly what it is. They want to find a scapegoat. Yeah, they want video games to be it because then they don't have to accept that it's what they're teaching their kids. It's the morals that they're teaching their kids and all the aspects around it are why they're having so many issues with the current generation. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of issues. Uh, and usually when you have freedom to make your own decisions, that's where people are happiest. They're finding that, you know, you, know, you saw that they changed the law. Now you can have three kids there because mm. they're having it to where so few people are having kids. And plus when you incentivize, my wife and I were talking about this. When you incentivize having only boys, how are you going to have more kids? You can only have so many babies when, when you know, there's a ton of dudes and a couple of females. You know, the other direction works out. It's worked out in history yeah. to where, you know, a couple of guys like, uh, get a lot of women pregnant. 
Sounds like every bar I go to on a Friday and Saturday night. Lots of <laughs> lots of dudes and very little girls. Yeah, I mean, it's a I know. Well, that's the that's what they've created over there. And yeah. now we're turning around, and they're like, oh, "How are we going to reverse this?" Well, quit demonizing females. So, yeah. <laughs> but this is their new uh, this is their new rule. So we'll see if if they change it. Um, you know, three hours a week. They can only play three hours a week. And the weirdest thing is they give you the exact three hours you can play. It's kind of funny. Having looked at this, I, I was like, my initial reaction, of course, is, wow, this is crazy. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I don't really play any video games during the week anyway. So I'm not sure that this, you know, obviously this would suck, but I don't really play. I don't yeah. know if I play more than three hours of video games a week as it is. Well, I know, but, so, but if I they said like, I have to be home at seven o'clock yeah, to play exactly. this video game. Like, it, it, work. it doesn't work. I just was like, oh, that's that's rather interesting. Um, well, so. in okay, they got the time zones in China, but you've got huge millions of people. They're going to be logging on at exactly seven o'clock to play whatever you know, whatever online game they play over there. They're, the servers are going to be trashed. Like they're going to have to play in. For all their players and child players, well, I guess at least they can plan. They know that their peak is going to be exactly that one hour. But it's kind of, it's just a weird thing to do. It absolutely is, but not surprising. And it is very interesting to see all of the uh, bleeding heart leftists on the Infection Podcast Twitter account that were, that are all outraged about this yet continue to uh, push some of this nonsense. So I don't. I don't know. Again, I, you know, they say all of these things are going to be followed. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Chinese government. I'm not going to research it because I frankly don't care. It's not my problem. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there will be some sort of decrease in hackers or something. of. The, I, I just I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure people that want to circumvent this will have a way to circumvent this. There's the so there's the thing yeah. known as the great Chinese firewall. Yet people in China are able to access all of the Internet if you try hard enough using VPNs and the Tor network and things like that. So I, 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 I don't, they, I, don't I, know. I think they kind of turn the other, you know, they turn the other cheek until or turn the turn, a, you know, a blind eye until you do something they don't like. And then they'll come after you with full force. But I think over there, a lot of the rules are just kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod. You know, you do this, but you just kind of watch what you do. You don't cross those certain lines. Because that's just from speaking to, you know, that person I was telling you about last week I was speaking to over there, that just kind of seemed like that was what they did. And, oh, there's these rules, but, you know, those don't really matter till, you know, unless they want to come after you. The rules are there so they can control you, not to actually control you. They just want the ability to control you when they need to. Mm, Well, there you've got it. Um, With that, Brian, another Asian country, South Korea, is on the other side of this argument south korea is getting rid of their controversial gaming curfew law it's called the shutdown law it was introduced back in 2011 and it was set so that uh, kids who were ages 16 and younger could not play online video games between 12 a.m and 6 a.m which i'm not sure much more uh, realistic yeah, I know. I'm not sure how many people were playing video games between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m., but that has changed, and now that is gone. Um, Microsoft recently unintentionally became um, adults only because it introduced Xbox Live integration in South Korea, in which you had to be at least 19 years old to register. Um, yeah. So one 
and so obviously South Korea is much more of a democracy than China is. Um, but, yeah. you know, here's the thing. If you wanted to talk about. And I, let me say this for anybody that knows my political beliefs. I'm no I'm never a fan of government regulation in anything. And obviously, I'm not a fan of banning games between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. I can understand that if, in fact, you do have an issue. I can understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Um, but obviously, this was not curtailing or circumventing the issue because after 10 years, they're getting rid of it. Because again, yeah. how many students or how many kids under the age of 16 are playing video games between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. anyway? Yeah. Well, okay. Now, there's an odd thing. They're making all these changes over there. There's something else that's come out that actually might affect us. And uh, this, I think, is going to be much bigger. But what they've made ad- adjustments to is South Korea is making a law that requires alternate credit card processors on um, for like iOS and other major platforms. So Uh-oh. Android, <laughs> iOS are now going to be required to have alternate payment systems. The exact thing that we've been fighting over with this Apple versus Epic debacle. South Korea is coming in saying, and they're one of their biggest markets. I promise you, yeah, South, South Korea, Korea is, huge. is a gigantic market. So for iOS to say we're going to bounce out of the South Korea market is not an option. So they are going to be forced to put in the system that they're claiming they shouldn't have to do It'll now be in place. I think it's going to be make it much easier for Epic to come and say, hey, you've already got it in place over here. Why are you refusing it to give it to us? You know, you have the systems already made in place, ready to go. It's going to make their argument against it much more difficult when now they'll already be doing it. So I think this will be interesting to see because this is making them do. And I do think if this happens to where, let's say, people view positive things coming out of this uh you know whatever uh v bucks getting cheaper or transaction fees all these things that they complain about with the epic store yeah (laughs) all the things that they complain about being cheaper or you know that that being marked up so much because of credit card transaction fees when they're dealing with all these different currencies uh you know this would solve that problem and i think that's what for instance epic and all these companies are really trying to do is make it so that the fees are lower so they make more money um, you know, and here, hey, if they offer my- an alternative system, they'll have to be competitive because otherwise no one's going to use their built-in system if another system is cheaper. Brian, look, I got my Steam notification. <laughs> I know, isn't that great? It <laughs> popped up finally. Only it's only 40 left. minutes past. Oh my goodness. Well, great. The, the podcast is starting. Um, I do want to know. I can't wait for the time change. The uh, illustrious Tim Sweeney, of course, jumped on this on Twitter, Brian, writing, oh, yeah. quote, Korea is first in open platforms. Korea has rejected digital commerce monopolies and recognized open platforms as a right. This marks a major milestone in the 45-year history of personal computing. It began in Cupertino, but forefront today in Seoul, South Korea. Um, So, very interesting. Now, this says... Um, and PH is pointing, he's saying, you know, according to the rules of this, they just give a fine of 1% of their income in that country, which is more like it sounds like a tax. They're saying, if you're not going to do this, we're going to tax you a 1% fee. <laughs> so they may not do it. Um, but for, you know, hopefully this does make a difference. I'm sure if 
they're either wanting the 1% of all transactions happening in South Korea, or they're wanting them to actually change. We'll see because they, they may adjust these laws and, you know, see that they're just paying the fine. They may make it tighter or maybe they just want the fee. It's kind of hard to say what they actually want. Yeah. And I'm, again, because it's happening in South Korea, I'm not, you know, as I've mentioned before on this program, I'm not a legal uh, a scholar by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but they made the I fee be- low enough to where it doesn't seem like it's strong enough to make someone change. A 1% fee is cheaper than what it would cost them. Usually, if you're trying to incentivize change, you make the fee higher than the difference so that you say, all right, you know, I'll pay, I'll pay the, or, you know, you, you, if you want them to pay the fee, you make the fee lower. If you want them to, to actually fix it, you make the fee higher so that it's cheaper for them to turn around and implement whatever it is you're trying to do. And their yeah. debt, that 1% is nowhere near, you know, I mean, they're, they're charging 30% you know, that's a 15% higher than the average what you're seeing from most places. Why would you give up 14%? The only question I would have is, does this South Korea, and again, because I'm not a legal expert, I don't know, does this South Korea, uh, South Korean change, Does the, will this have any impact for Epic's, are they the plaintiff in this? I don't, I don't, I don't it's, it's, is it yeah. Apple v. Epic or Epic uh, v. Apple? It's, it's Epic v. Apple, I think. So, Hold on, let so, me double check. Yeah, Apple. No, actually, it says Apple versus Epic. Okay, so if that's so, so Apple, because then- remember they made the change over. Uh, remember they made the change, and then Apple like kicked them off the platform for it. Yeah, but then, but then would they suing be suing them. Apple? Well, this they're suing like them Apple's- for making the change. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I thought it was Epic versus Apple, but and they're saying so this is Apple. The question versus Epic. is, will this hap- Will this help Epic? in either the on the defensive or offensive side of their legal battle. I don't know how the, I don't know if they can bring in other countries legal. I, I don't know how that works. So um, it'll be interesting to see nevertheless. Yeah. And so this will be something I'm hoping that it does make a difference just to kind of set some precedence and then we'll see where we go. Uh, you know, maybe make, but the case is in the decision phase. Um, I don't September. know that this is really going to. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't I mean, it's, originally yeah, hear- it's coming up. I, th- I thought it was coming up this coming month, yeah. you know, in the next month that they're going to be making this decision or making a decision that's going to make it either move forward or I will. That's what we'll have to look at. We will. So this is um, uh, that's where we're at right now. Well, Brian, uh, we mentioned uh, last week on the program that Gamescom uh, was happening this week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll come back to something else. Gamescom is happening this week. Um, and there were some yes. announcements I'm going to be honest, there wasn't really a whole lot, um, but we did mention that there was going to be a new Saints Row game. So let's take a look at the Saints Row reboot uh, trailer and then a very interesting note on where this game will be available after this. Let's take a look at the Saints Row reboot trailer from Gamescom. Got eyes on the bar? Yep. Here he comes. And I got the dealer. Nina, they're heading your way. They're here. You should have eyes on the merchandise. I sure do. Was that a gunshot? Yeah, they shot the dealer. Uh, That is so unprofessional. 
is a lot of work. Can we do this? We can't afford not to. Nina, you good? Yeah, let's do it. Great. Whenever you're ready, Kevin. What do you guys think for dinner tonight? How about my whole thing is chili con carne? away from my friends. So the Saints Row reboot is out. It has been, unfortunately, met Brian with some not great uh, responses on various uh, platforms. On YouTube right now, the video has got 816,000 views. It's only got 22,000 likes, 46,000 dislikes. So a much higher, almost a two-thirds dislike. Uh, dislike ratio on it um and the other part of it is that on the pc side it is going to be an epic game store exclusive at least for a period of time which is very interesting yeah and this is something that you know has been happening um i was trying to see what their engine is just to see if this is something that is there's a reason because you know when they if they are unreal engine and it's uh going on to that store they get even a bigger discount from their fees so i was trying to look at what the uh 
what the engine is and see if it was Unreal Engine. Like, why would they do that? I mean, I'm sure they offered them a decent amount of money. Um, it says a new gang, a new game engine. So I'm thinking maybe it's Unreal Engine UE5? 4 or 5. I had a yeah, I'm trying five. to find... I don't see anything about Unreal when they mention a new game engine. So I'm trying to figure out what their game engine is because they it, they did switch that, but well, I'm not some seeing an of answer. The- some of the concerns that I've been reading, and again, I think you know, we've seen one trailer. So anybody, anybody that has, um, anybody that thinks they know exactly what the game is going to be right now is probably a fool because I, I don't think any of us know that. Um, but some of the things indicate it looks very much cartoon, much more cartoonish. The characters kind of almost they look like teenagers, not really hardened yeah. criminals like the previous Saint Row games. Um, well, you know, if you look at I the previous know. ones, there are some ridiculous things that were in those. Very much so. <laughs> and so what will be interesting is how much of that did they take out? That'll be the I think what because a lot of this is speculation. You know, the exactly. Internet loves to do this. They're not seeing all the weird things that they're used to see playing in Saints Row. But you know what? Saints Row usually never showed that stuff in marketing materials. It was there. Uh, the you know, the dildo weapons wasn't that this game that did that oh, yes absolutely that was a very big that, from? yeah yeah i mean you know it's i'm whether that stuff is in there or not will be the determining factor because i don't remember ever seeing those things on marketing they didn't show people driving around hitting each other with giant dildos on their marketing materials they put out on the internet right so i wouldn't be judging this whole thing because they know better than to do that because that's going to turn away a lot of people from buying it uh, you know that probably wouldn't be doing that so i don't know i think it'll be more of a thing that we'll just have to wait and see the content rather than these you know few things that are there they could have totally made it clean but do you think that maybe they're going for more streamlined because look at how many people wouldn't play that game because of that stuff there's a lot of people that did play it because they thought it was funny but look how many people didn't play do you think they're going for maybe for a safer audience well i hope not because that's not what saints row has been um, and I know that they're trying yeah. to reboot the franchise. PH bring up a point. The game looks like Fortnite to be real. Yeah, I mean, it kind of does, to be honest with you. The stylization is very much like that. Um, yeah. You know, it, we are in a little bit of a different era of video. And here's let me, let me say this. I was I'm a big was a big Saints Row fan. Um, and I would like to see a similar Saints Row experience to what I play back on the Xbox 360. Um, yeah, but. I'd also, Brian, I'd be remiss if I didn't note and mention that we are in a bit of a different era of video gaming than we were back in 2010. So while I'm not necessarily, and again, justifying something that we don't know, because nobody's even, there's been no hands on with the game yet. Nobody has any idea what it's actually like. Um, Well, I mean, okay, so can you play that next video? No audio, just in the background, because there's a lot of the same. I put that in there for extra because there's some commentary by some of the voice actors but I think they show a little bit more gameplay in it, if I remember correctly. Let's just kind of you can kind of flip around. Um, you know, there, there's some actual video in the beginning. You could kind of jump in. So that's the voice actor of the main uh, character that you saw in there. Gotcha. And then I think it kind of goes into this. So, you, it, but it shows a little. If we could have this play in the background because it kind of shows a little bit of what's happening. Yeah. So, uh, so again, I just I, I want to try to try to you you know put your self in the shoes of the developers of this and again not just if in fact this is saints row sjw edition 
it will not sell well. It will not be received well, and people will hate it. That 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 is a fact. That is an absolute fact. Yep. Um, but it is that we are in a little bit different era of gaming than we were ten years ago. So making some changes that you know the stylistic changes maybe, it, but if they're truly changing the whole, you know, premise of the game, and it really is a much more PC style game and a much more, yeah. uh, as you said, Brian, mainstream game then it's going to be a flop because that's not what Saints Row fans have come to expect, and that's not what they want. If they wanted a friendly, not, you know, crazy game, there's a million, there's hundreds of other games that they can go play. There are very few games like GTA and Grand Theft Auto that exist, and Grand Theft Auto and GTA are very much on islands by themselves in their brashness and brash nature that they take to things, the hardcoreness of the gameplay, and because of that, at least on the Grand Theft Auto side, it is one of the most well-known, most well, most profitable, and most successful gaming franchises that's ever existed. So, yeah. hopefully, it, that's not the case. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. We just don't. I I, I don't know enough right now. To, uh, you remember, Brian? We talked a lot. We talked a lot about this back on the show, probably four or five years ago. This. Yep. is, I think, an, another instance, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm willing to admit it. I think this is yet another instance of the internet and Reddit jumping to assumptions based on what the game is going to be. There has been no gameplay yep. that has been released. This doesn't count. This is this was released by the developers. The IGN, PC Gamer, nobody has gotten hands-on with it yet. Nobody sees what it looks like. Nobody knows what the story is going to be like. Until we see that... I'm going to hold off on my judgment. I'm very much looking forward to another Saints Row game. I think the the games were a lot of fun when I played them. I was also probably 15 or 16 at the time, so maybe my preferences in game have changed. I don't know. But, I mean, no. from what I'm seeing here, you've got a group of uh, like male strippers or something like that in a dance club running around and getting shot at so this you know the whole idea that this is completely sjw is not i based on well, okay I'm can i read right you here. let me okay let me read you a few things though let's let's yeah. listen to the president of this or whatever the okay. okay the developers say that saints Row's focus is as at least early in the game going on going to focus on the material concerns of its young crew these disaffected millennial turn to crime, for instance, put uh, put food on their table, feel part of the community, and pay off their student loans. Creative uh, cr- uh, Chief Creative Officer Jim Boone says it's broadly a contemporary millennial power fantasy. It's only later that the game's focus switch focus switches to the sort of empire building that in the previous series eventually saw your character become president. Yeah, so I mean, you're, yeah, so you're, so they're using that. So the stuff, beginning right? is kind of a millennial thing. It, it, they're basing, they're taking, you know, millennials being dissatisfied with, you know, what they have, and then they turn to crime to get more. It's an age old story. <laughs> the exact same thing happens. You, know, you brought up, uh, you know, other games that are very similar. Uh, this exact same thing happens uh, in Grand Theft Auto. You know, it's somebody who's dissatisfied with where they're at with with their status in life right and so they start stealing and robbing and doing things to make it to where they have money and they're on top well look at all the <laughs> you know the, this is making just a different uh, g- dynamic of people and 
you know, doing it from their perspective rather than race or economic status. They're doing it based on, you know, millennials and their student loans and being in debt. And how are they going to pay these off? And bam, that's the story trigger. It, well, I don't think, know that it necessarily is going to turn all SJW. They're using that topic as an excuse for them going to crime. Yeah. And if you look at the, you know, Joe Pesci 80s mob movies, it's that, as you mentioned, it's an age old tale. That's that all of those movies. Yeah. You have a bunch of immigrants that come to the country, you know, and you get the Cuban immigrants in Miami. What do they do? They turn yeah. to crime because they're poor. They don't have any money. They build the empire. I mean, it's the age old tale. Again, Grand Theft Auto Five. You've got a guy coming out of the the projects. You've yep. got a guy coming out of redneck well, white trash area. Yeah, you got yep. Franklin, and then you got a guy who's coming out of the white trash area. You know, it's and then you've got a guy who's dissatisfied, who has everything. Yep. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure I'm not breaking the story for anybody who hasn't played Grand Theft Auto Five yet. I'm but, pissed. You know, yeah. now Spoiler they've got a guy alert. who's dissatisfied with his. I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I mean. Everybody owns like three or four copies yeah, of the game. Shit, I got two hundred dollars. The basic story. My uh, Roth IRA <laughs> is invested in copies of uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> but you, know, you see where I'm getting at? Like they're yeah, all exactly. that story from a different perspective. They're wanting to get to the uh, a story that is more relatable to the younger generation. Um, well, this is how you're going to do it. They've told you know the, these places have told the story of all these other aspects. They're trying to come up with something new and different. Have you seen this one yet? I haven't seen this particular. I've seen hints at this particular uh, story, you know, where they've kind of said some of these things. But, you know, this is their. It, it depends how far they go with it. Do they go with total political or is this just the launching pad? I don't view when they say they show somebody coming out of the projects as political. That's right? exactly That's just the story. But yeah. And so but, I want to I'm trying not to pre predetermine whether or not this is political. But I will say if they, in fact, do go over the top with this that stuff they're going to kill it they're oh absolutely the game the base. game the game will be a failure this game has always been a phvck says this game has always been a budget gta to me nothing changes oh it absolutely has been it has never yeah. been to the extent of gta it's been a similar style game because frankly we don't get it you know last gta came out what 2012 and the next one isn't expected yeah. out for what at least another year or two this game is out in february what, uh, february 25th i think of next year yeah so something like that yeah I'll say this. I'm looking forward to it. Now we learn more about it and it it looks like it's going to be some crazy over the top politically correct SJW game. I won't buy it. But as it sits right now, I mean, I'm all in. Yeah. And that's the thing is until they show me differently, I'm we've I've learned my lesson. You know, sometimes the Internet's right. I would say that they were right with The Last of Us, too. Yes, they were. Right? I, that was something going into. I, there were aspects that they went a little too far on, but I would say that ninety percent of it was accurate. Um, but then I've had other ones where they were just totally off base. What they said was going to happen with the game was nothing like what actually happened when it came out. You know, until I see which one of this it is, I'm I'm I enjoyed some of the other uh, Saints Row games. They're you know they're just kind of they're like what you enjoy of grand theft auto you just rank go and do random stuff there are some quests if you want to follow on quests or you can run around and just blow stuff up yeah um you know if they if they're trying to go serious and compete with uh you know it, there can be other grand theft auto style games out there because it does take them so long to put out games in between now uh, there is room in the market for more games like this just make a huge world let people do whatever they want to do i think people really enjoy that style of game they they don't come out very often where they're truly unrestricted grand theft auto is one of the only one that does it if they can make something like that more power to them but that's going to be hard <laughs> they should rely on either going full bore for that 
or relying on this, the silliness that everybody enjoys. You know, I, but I, going I, in between, I think they're going to lose their edge. They absolutely will. And that's that this will be settled one way or the other when we know what, what's going on with this. Um, yep. We do have some other stuff to get into, but I do want to mention this very quickly, Brian. PAX West is happening this weekend, and they released their yes. uh, exhibitor list and the individuals that are going to be in the expo hall. I'm going to pull the yep. list up right now just briefly. I don't want to lament on it too much. Um, I know hardly any of these companies. There are very few companies. Uh, Bandai Some of them Namco's are hardware manufacturers, gamer mats, and you know, foam brain. I think like a lot of these are physical device things that they're showing off there. Right yeah. Then there's a bunch of Connor. little small studios. Yeah, a bunch of small studios. Um, it's, there's some schools, you know, that are that are promoting, you know, coming to their school to learn game development and all that. There's not a bunch of the names that we're used to seeing. The big names, almost all of them, are not there. And the, so it makes big, it makes me really glad. Bandy, one that you said you recognize was Bandai uh, Namco. They're the only one. So that Bandai I Namco see that's big. is the only one that's big. Yeah, I I, I, I can't see anything else that's, uh, you know, releases a big game that most people recognize. They're a bunch of small, some are mobile. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Likely going to be a subdued packs, I guess is the, the word. Do, I would okay. Use. Do you think that this is going to affect going forward? That's my I, question. Christ, Do I you see not. next year that these, these people, these exhibitors say, you know, packs isn't really, you know, are they going to all either stop putting so much forward or are they going to pick one show and that becomes their new show? Because remember, the one show changed. You know, there was another, what was it? Um, it, it was E3. There was the one, E3 was huge. It's kind of faded away. I don't see PAX coming in strong. There's got to be something else that the big studios go to to show well, off get, their stuff and announce their thing. Gamescom has always been bigger. It's always been bigger than Gamescom, PAX. yeah. I hope, I would assume, Brian that and i hope i hope i hope you're wrong and that that's not the case i i would assume that come next year i think i am wrong i think i I am wrong and the reason that i think i'm wrong is because i think all of these are based off of the first gamescom which is one of the big ones they make all of their uh their sets and everything for all of these exhibits for that one and And then they they ship them around and do the rest they didn't do the big one so there was no reason for them to sit there and make all those things or, you know, it's a, it, do we put in the cost when we're not even going to be doing a real booth this year, right? They decided no. That makes total sense. Next year, though, if there is a Gamescom, because right now you can't travel to Europe back and forth, so there's no real reason. You know, the, the, there's Gamescom is not what it used to be. The studios aren't coming over there. Uh, I think next year, as long as things are opened up more, I think that they'll they'll probably go back to much more to no, more normal. I think a lot of it's just because they didn't have that first one to create so i don't think they're really going to go to anything big this year to any yeah. of them even if some of them later in the year open up they don't have the sets to do it they don't have everything already done this takes a lot of planning looking at the schedule um there the real question will be like what does pax east look like next year in i believe that normally takes place in march um i don't Is know that before that... gamescom yeah, right? way that before. Gamescom is right after that. So no, that's no, my no, issue. No, Maybe some of those Game, early ones. Gamescom's no, that's in it's March. It's like a month Gamescom's, or two, right? 
No, Gamescom is Gamescom was last week. PAX is like the second week of March, so there's okay. a pretty big. But my still, question, that's what I'm saying is they may not make it for those early ones. What well, I think it'll be a good indicator as to whether people. And again, who knows what the you know the uh, COVID nineteen thing will be next year. You know, co, you know, got your nineteenth vaccine or whatever next year, and your uh, you know we're on the your monthly uh, Zulu, booster, the Zulu variant or whatever is going on. Um, so all I can say is. Having read some posts online, people are very unsatisfied, rightfully so, with what's going on. Um, So, yeah. Well, and PH is pointing out, you know, he he thinks that they're going to be turning to more of an online thing, which maybe will happen. Uh, You know, they're going to have to look at if people aren't coming out to these conventions because they're scared of COVID, why not do it online? Because if you can't, if you scare people so much that they're unwilling to come to your things, it, there's no point in having them. I I would I, I would agree. So um, no packs this year. Likely will not see anything coming out of packs. Maybe a, a maybe an indie game or two, uh, but hopefully yep. next year Labor Day next year uh, we will have a uh, full event. Um, we've got about seven or yeah, eight yeah, minutes yeah, left. No, I don't. We've got about seven or eight minutes left. Is there anything, uh, anything super? Um, let me touch on. To let's get into. Let's touch touch on a few topics really quick that we don't need to go into so much. First of all, sure. uh, I have a video that'll be in the show notes for, of Doctor Disrespect I talking about that. how he is going to be suing Twitch. Uh, so this is one of the first time that he's really talked about it. Um, so I put a video in there. It's there. There's some language and everything else. Uh, and then it's the beginning of the video is all that really matters. Then he goes into gameplay, but I put it in there for people that maybe want to hear his statement on it. Um, there's also an article there that you can kind of follow along with. I had to figure we might not want to play it because you know, it's a lot of, it's just his stream. Yeah. It's about uh, do we want to play the talking. trailer? Do you want to play the trailer? Let's do, how about the new world? They did a new trailer because they're starting yeah. the open beta on September 9th. Uh, this has some pretty cool uh, visuals from the game. And I think people, people might enjoy seeing a little bit of that. So let's go ahead and play that trailer really quick. Uh, and this just came out for New World. The stories you've heard. They don't tell the whole truth. The island is indeed a place of legend. power and vast riches as well. But many who've sought to claim them have simply vanished without a trace. Your ship is stocked and your crew assembled. your course and your fate. We 
say a prayer for the souls of your crew. Looking much more like a real game. I mean, yeah. it looks like it's starting. And this is, I mentioned last week, perfect timing with Blizzard and all the issues they've been having. Actually, let's talk about that really quick uh, yeah, because this isn't uh, Blizzard. Uh, when their next update, they're going to be removing some developer names. Uh, you remember all the you know, people that are getting pissed because of things that have been said. And were these you know, people that were in the uh, Cosby room. <laughs> Yes, the type of people oh, that really? were had no. pictures of them in the, in the Crosby room. First of all, one yesterday, uh, it was announced that the player McCree, you know McCree in in Overwatch, yeah, he's my main. He's getting it's he's getting his name changed because he was named after developer Jesse McCree, who of course you know must be a horrible guy. Um, they said because they're promising making changes because this is going to better reflect our shared values. So that's McCree. So Overwatch is changing McCree. Um, and then well, you're going to be I'm having going, some other... I'm changing... Uh, you know, I was... Last, when I play Overwatch, I pop between McCree and Reaper. And in, pro, in, in solidarity with Jeffrey McCree, I'm going to switch my main permanently to Reaper. You heard that. You yes. heard a breaking first here. <laughs> Reaper. Reaper is what it is now. So what they've done... Um, like for instance, one of the people was named in the California's lawsuit. Remember the, the California, this, this, the government in California sued Activision Blizzard, um, uh, which was brought to light that whole thing with the Cosby suite at BlizzCon. Um, so he was bl- fired from Blizzard in 2020 for the misconduct and his treatment of other employees, and then placed several other highly placed uh, Blizzard employees, including McCree, uh, LeCraft. And then former president uh, Jay Brack um, have all part of the company in the wake of these allegations as well. So they're starting to clean up, uh, you know, get rid of all. I mean, we're sounds like something would happen in another government. You know, you know, all of a sudden you got to if you clean out their names, they didn't exist. You know, it's kind of the thinking behind it. But that's that's where we're going. They're gonna, you're going to start seeing some patch notes and names of places and characters and everything else change for people that have cr- done things that they didn't deem as acceptable. Back to the New Worlds thing, UX underscore Frank in chat says, I don't know why, but that didn't make me feel like I wanted to play it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it's that, that you know, I, I, I can't necessarily disagree with that, Brian. I would not necessarily call that trailer a suck in trailer. But this is yeah. a weird style of game where it's kind of people uh, want something like wow. You know, that's the thing. I think they have to make it almost enough like wow to because they want to pull those people over. So they're doing some of like the visuals and look at this big environment. Look at these characters. You know, they're doing it for a certain, I think, specific type of player they're trying to pull in from Blizzard right now. I, I think if, if some of the stuff wasn't happening, they'd be showing off some of the other features, but I think they're trying to just do, they're trying to do promotionals to pull a specific type of player, which I don't think is going to make it really click for your average player. You know, that plays other type of games that doesn't play. Wow. Yeah. But they're going for that, that player right now. That's what they want. They want to bring all those people over that thought. Wow. Classic was going to be great and didn't work out. Yeah. And I think that's, That's part of it right there, because as we've talked about with these style of games, again, 
these games are not for everybody. They're not. So marketing them for everybody, I'm not sure is the best idea necessarily. And that's what I think they're doing. I think they're there right now marketing for a very specific thing. Um, You know, for players that are looking for survival or something, this is going to be an MMO. I mean, just straight up a bunch of quests, grinding your gear up, uh, and they're doing PvP at the end. I mean, if you're not into that, then you're probably not going to like the game other than maybe leveling and questing, you know, but you're not going to like the overall game. You know what? They're not marketing to you right now. And I think as they start to add features, I mean, look at all the other things you can do in WoW that they've added afterwards. Uh, they have pet battles. You can collect a whole side game of pets and battle them against other players. Um, you know, there's there are people that just sit there and work the auction house because they want to get a bunch of money. There's people that collect pets and mounts that you ride and I mean, just, there's there's all these different things that you can do in WoW that they pulled in to kind of bring in these other type of players. This is a new game. They don't have all that other stuff. You know what they do? What they built first is something that they're trying to compete with the base of WoW, what it does at the core. And that's the, the questing, the grinding, and then the PvP or the, uh, the dungeons and everything at the end. And if you don't like those, then I, I would be very surprised if they're trying to market to you. Because that's what this core game is going to be. I would I would also tend to agree with that. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, one, I'll just mention one other thing that's starting to happen. Netflix is starting to remove. And we saw last week there was a licensing thing that went away because of Netflix uh, in, uh, in, in Dead by Daylight. Yep. And now Stranger Things 3 is being removed from Steam, from GOG. Uh, because oh, they're looking at it, it's most likely going to show up in Netflix gaming app that they're going to be releasing. Probably if you have a subscription, you have games that you'll be able to play. Well, uh, then an announcement right after that, uh, Netflix has begun limited tests on, on two stranger things, games in Poland. So, you know, they're starting to release their own games. They're pulling back all of their IPs because they want to control every single one of them. Well, damn, so that's where we're at. There you go. You got it. You heard it here first. I, yeah, I think, um, is there anything else you wanted to cover before we rolled out? Or No, I think we're good. There's we some other stuff that we can get into over the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, we're just after we're just at our hour limit here. So, Mr. Brian, I'll ask you, where can uh, people find you on the uh, interwebs? Yeah, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on uh, Gab and Parlor or my blog, biteoftech.com. And that's uh, an I, biteoftech.com. And then if you want to go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, just go to the right-hand side and join our server on Discord. We've got a lot of people playing ARC. We've got people just hanging out. Uh, we've got different news ch- uh, channels if you want to get news um, or submit news topics for us. And we also have an updates channel if you want to see what games are being updated e- each and every day. Um, also, if you go on there, on the upper right-hand side, um, we've got links to the various platforms we have. We've got YouTube, BitChute, DLive, uh, Twitch, and then we have our pre and post shows on the podcast extras channel. Uh, if you want to listen down the lower right hand side, we got all our podcast forms for whatever platform or device. And then we have our uh, show notes. If you do want to follow along, maybe you're going to be listening. Just click on a particular episode and then you can watch or listen on there and uh, follow the various links to articles, uh, videos and different things that we refer to throughout the show. Um, if you want to support us, I just can uh, go to the top. You see the support uh, menu option or go to infectionpodcast.com uh, forward slash support. On there, you'll see Amazon, Humble, Prime Gaming, uh, just a lot of different ways that you support Subscribe Star. 
And that's all through our website. So thank you very much. Yes, Brian, thank you as always. Appreciate all your work on the uh, front front end of the show here. And uh, by the way, the uh, Labor Day holiday here in the U.S. will not affect our uh, our show. We'll be here, uh, right? You're, you're, you'll be back for Tuesday? Yes. Yep. Okay. So uh, we'll be here at our uh, normal place, same bat place, same bat time next uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yep. Well, Brian, as always, thank you very much. Have a, uh, have a good holiday weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you. Alrighty, folks. Well, if you'd like to keep up with my uh, daily um, uh, political uh, rantings, you can check out my daily radio program, Wilmington's Morning News, three hours starting bright and early at 6 a.m. Eastern each and every morning. I love nothing more than waking up at just after 3.30 every day. Uh, you can check that out at nickcraig.com. If you missed any portion of this program, you can check out videos to maybe that's uh, Saints Row trailer, images, all that fun stuff. It's on our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great Labor Day weekend. We'll see you next time.